chapter 1 chances are you know somebody in real life who at one time or another did not give a fuck and then went on to accomplish amazing feats perhaps there was a time in your own life when you simply did not give a fuck and excelled at some extraordinary height for myself quitting my day job in finance after only 6 weeks to start an internet business ranks pretty high up there in my own didn't give a fuck hall of fame same with deciding to sell most of my possessions and move to south america facts given none just went and did it these moments of non fuckery are the moments that most define our lives the major switch in careers the spontaneous choice to drop out of college and join a rock band the decision to finally dump that deadbeat boyfriend whom you caught you wearing your pantyhose a few too many times to not give a fuck is to stare down life's most terrifying and most difficult challenges and still take action while not giving a fuck may seem simple on the surface it's a whole new bag of burritos under the hood i don't even know what the sentence means but i don't give a fuck a bag of burritos sounds awesome so let's just go with it most of us struggle throughout our lives by giving too many fucks in situations where fucks do not deserve to be given We give too many facts about the rude gas station attendant who gave us our change in nickels. We give too many facts when a show we liked was cancelled on TV. We give too many facts when our co-workers don't bother asking us about our awesome weekend. Meanwhile, our credit cards are maxed out, our dog hates us, and Junior is snorting meth in the bathroom. Yet we're getting pissed off about the nickels and everybody loves Raymond. Look, this is how it works. We're going to die one day. I know that's kind of obvious, but I just wanted to remind you in case you had forgotten. You and everyone you know are going to be dead soon, and in a short amount of time, between here and there, you have a limited amount of facts to give. Very few, in fact. And if you go around giving a fuck about everything and everyone without conscious thought or choice, well, they're going to be then you are going to be fucked there's a subtle of art to not giving a fuck and though the concept might uh, sound ridiculous and i may sound like an asshole what i'm talking about here is essentially learning how to focus and prioritize your thoughts effectively how to pick and choose what matters to you and what does not matter to you based on finely honed personal values This is incredibly different and difficult. It takes a lifetime of practice and discipline to achieve and you will regularly fail, but it is perhaps the most worthy struggle one can undertake in one's life. It is perhaps the only struggle in one's life because when you give too many facts, when you give a fuck about everyone and everything, you will feel that you are perpetually entitled to be comfortable and happy at all the times and everything is supposed to be just exactly fucking way you want it to be this is a sickness and it will eat you alive 
you will see every adversity in an injustice every challenge as a failure every inconvenience as a personal slight every disagreement as a betrayal you will be confined to your own petty skull-sized hell burning with entitlement and bluster running circles around your very own personal feedback loop from the hell in constant motion yet arriving nowhere the subtle art of not giving a fuck when most people envy and giving no facts whatsoever they imagine a kind of serene indifference to everything a calm that weathers all storms they imagine and aspire to be a person who is shaken by nothing and caves into no one there is a name for a person who finds no emotion or meaning or anything a psychopath why you would want to imagine emulate a psychopath i have no fucking clue so what does not giving a fuck means let's look at three subtitles let's look at three subtleties that should help clarify the matter subtlety Stability one, not giving a fuck does not mean being indifferent. It means being comfortable with being different. Let's be clear: there is absolutely nothing admirable or confident about indifference. People who are different are lame and scared. They are couch potatoes and internet trolls. In fact, indifferent people often attempt to be indifferent because in reality they give away too many facts. They give a fuck about what everyone thinks of their hair, so they never bother washing or combing it. They give a fuck about what everyone thinks of their ideas, so they hide behind sarcasm and self-righteous knock. They are afraid to let anyone get close to them, so they imagine themselves as some special unique snowflake who has problems that nobody else would ever understand and different people are afraid of the world and the repercussions of their own choices that's why they don't make any meaningful choices they hide in gray emotionless pit of their own making self-absorbed and self-pitying perpetually distracting themselves from this unfortunate thing demanding their time and energy called life because there is a sneaky truth about life there is no such thing as not giving a fuck you must give a fuck about something it's a part of our biology to always care about something and therefore to always give a fuck the question then is what do we give a fuck about what are we choosing to give a fuck about and how can we not give a fuck about what ultimately does not matter my mother was recently skewed out of a large chunk of money by a close friend of hers had i been indifferent i would have shrugged my shoulders sipped my mocha and downloaded another season of the wire sorry mom but instead i was indignant i was pissed off i said no screw that mom we're going to the lawyer lawyer the fuck up and go after this asshole why because i don't give a fuck i will ruin this guy's life if i have to this illustrates the first subtlety of not giving a fuck when we say damn watch out mark manson just don't give a fuck we don't mean that mark manson doesn't care about anything on the contrary we mean that mark manson 
doesn't care about adversity in face of his goal. He doesn't care about pissing some people off to do what he feels is right and important or noble. We mean that Mark Manson is the type of guy who would write about himself in third person just because he thought it was the right thing to do. He just doesn't give a fuck. This is what is so admirable. No, not me, dumbass. Dumbass. The overcoming adversity stuff. The willingness to be different and outcast. A paria? All for the sake of one's own values, the willingness to stare at failure in face and shove your middle finger back at it. The people who don't give a fuck about adversity or failure, embarrassing themselves or shitting the bed a few times. The people who just laugh and then do what they believe in anyway because they know it's right. They know it's more important than they are, more important than their own feelings and their own pride and their own ego. They they say, fuck it, not to everything in life, but rather to everything unimportant in life. They reserve their fucks for what truly matters, friends, family, purpose, burritos burritos and an occasional lawsuit or two and because of that because they reserve the effects for only the big things that matter people give a fuck about them in return because here's another sneaky little truth about life you can't be an important and life-changing presence for some people without also being a joke and an embarrassment to others you just can't because there's no such thing as a lack of adversity it doesn't exist The old saying goes that no matter where you go, there you are. Well, the same is true for adversity and failure. No matter where you go, there is a 500 pound load shit waiting for you. And that's perfectly fine. The point isn't to get away from the shit. The point is to find the shit you enjoy dealing with. Tility number two. To give a fuck about adversity, you must first give a fuck about something more important than adversity. Imagine you are at a grocery store and you watch an elderly lady scream at the cashier, berating him for not accepting her 30 cent coupon. Coupon. Why does this lady give a fuck? It's just 30 cents. I'll tell you why. The lady probably doesn't have anything better to do with her day than to sit at home cutting out coupons. She's old and lonely. Her kids are dickheads and never visit. She hasn't had a sex in over 30 years. She can't fart without extreme lower back pain. Her pension is on its last leg and she's probably, probably going to die in a diaper thinking she is in Candyland. So she snips coupons. That's all she's got. It's her and her damn coupons. It's all she can give a fuck about. Because there is nothing else to give a fuck about. And so when that pimply-faced 17-year-old cashier refuses to accept one of them, when he defends his cash register's purity, the way knights used to defend maidens virginity you can bet granny is going to erupt 80 years of fucks will rain down all at once like a fairy hailstorm of back in my day and people used to show more respect stories the problem with people 
who hand out fucks like ice cream at a goddamn summer camp is that they don't have anything more fuck worthy to dedicate their fucks to. If you found yourself consistently giving too many fucks about trivial shit that bothers you, your ex-boyfriend's new Facebook pictures. How quickly the batteries die in the TV remote, missing out on yet another two-for-one sale on hand sanitizer. Chances are you don't have much going on in your life to give a legitimate fuck about. And that's your real problem, not the sanitizer, not the hand sanitizer, not the TV remote. I once heard an artist say that when a person who has problems, who has no problems, the mind that when a person who has no problems, the mind automatically finds a way to invent some. I think what most people, especially educated, pampered middle class white people consider life problems are really just side effects of not having anything more important to worry about. It then follows that finding something important and meaningful in your life is perhaps the most productive use of your time and energy. Because if you don't find that meaningful something, your fucks will be given to meaningless and frivolous causes. Subtlety 3 Ah, Side notes I'm reading this book for the first time. English is not my first language. I don't know pronunciation of so many words. But the thing is, maybe I can't say for my own self, I don't give a fuck about it. Well, let's just continue. Subtlety number three. I would try to find the right pronunciation of all these words. I would try to know their meanings too. Okay, now. Um, whether you realize it or not, you're always choosing what to give a fuck about. People aren't just born not giving a fuck. In fact, we are born giving too many fucks. Ever watch a kid cry his eyes out because his hat is the wrong shade of blue? Exactly! Fuck that kid! When you are wrong, when you are young, everything is new and exciting and everything seems to matter so much. Therefore, we give tons of fucks. We give a fuck about everything and everyone, about what people are saying about us, about whether that cute boy or girl called us back or not, about whether our socks match or not, or what color our birthday balloon is. As we get older, with the benefit of experience and having seen so much time slip by, we begin to notice that most of these sorts of things have little lasting impact on our lives. Those people whose opinions we cared about so much before are no longer present in our lives. Rejections that were painful in the moment have actually worked out for the best. We realize how little attention people pay to the superficial details about us. We choose not to obsess so much over them. Essentially, we become more selective about the facts we are willing to give. This is something called maturity. It's nice. You should try it sometimes. Maturity is what happens when one learns to only give a fuck about what's truly fuckworthy. As Bank Moreland said to his partner detective, McNeutility in Wire, which fuck you, I still downloaded, that's what you get for giving a fuck when it wasn't your turn to give a fuck. 
then as we grow older and elder and enter middle age something else begins to change our energy level drops our identity solidifies we know who we are and really accept ourselves including some of the parts we aren't thrilled about and in a way in a strange way that is liberating we no longer need to give a fuck about everything life is just what it is we accept it what's and all we realize that we are never going to cure cancer or go to moon or feel jennifer aniston <laughs> and that's okay life goes on we now reserve our avoid windling facts we now reserve our ever dwindling facts for the most truly fuckworthy parts of our lives our families our best friends our golf swing and to our astonishment that is enough this simplification actually makes us really fucking happy on a consistent basis and we start to think maybe this crazy alcoholic pikovsky was onto something don't try So Mark, what the fuck is the point of the book anyway? This book will help you think a little bit more clearly about what you are choosing to find important in life and what you are choosing to find unimportant. I believe that today we are facing a psychological epidemic, one in which people no longer realize it's okay for things to suck sometimes. I know that sounds intellectually lazy on surface, but I promise you it's life or death sort of issue because when we believe that it's not okay for things to suck sometimes then we unconsciously start blaming ourselves we start to feel as though something is inherently wrong with us which drives us to all sorts of overcome compensations like buying 40 pairs of shoes or downing Xanax with vodka chaser on a Tuesday night or shooting up a school bus full of kids this belief that it's not okay to be inadequate sometimes is source of growing feedback loop from hell that is coming to dominate our culture the idea of not giving a fuck is a simple way of reorienting our expectations for life and choosing what is important and what is not developing this ability leads to something i like to think of as a kind of practical enlightenment no not that airy fairy eternal bliss and of all sufferings bullshitty kind of enlightenment on the contrary i see practical enlightenment as becoming comfortable with the idea that some suffering is always inevitable that no matter what you do life is comprised of failures loss regrets and even death because once you become comfortable with all the shit that life throws at you and it will throw a lot of shit trust me you become invincible in a sort of low level spiritual way after all the only way to overcome pain is to first learn how to bear it this book doesn't give a fuck fuck about alleviating alleviating your problems or your pain and that is precisely why you will know it's being honest this book is not some guide to greatness it couldn't be because 
greatness is merely an illusion in our minds, a made-up destination that we obligate ourselves to pursue our own psychological Atlantis. Instead, this book will turn your pain into a tool, your trauma into a power, your problems into slightly better problems. This is real progress. Think of it as a guide to suffering and how to do it better, more meaningfully with more compassion and more humility humility it's a book about moving lightly despite your heavy burdens resting easier with your greatest fears laughing at your tears as you cry them this book will not teach you how to gain or achieve but rather how to lose and let go it will teach you to take inventory of your life and scrap out all but the most important items. It will teach you to close your eyes and trust that you can fall backwards and still be okay. It will teach you to give fewer fucks. It will teach you to not try.